0: I just remembered, this is a new Negron from the last night of Chanukah, from Zos Chanukah. Standing in front of a full menorah, this Negron came down.
1: Mm. <speaking in Hebrew> Ay lai lai, la lai lai lai, lai 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 da da la lai Da 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 I da 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 da
0: I was looking at all the Torahs on Hanukkah that I saw, and I was singing all the nigunim that uh, I would sing and everything. And I just felt like it, it, everything feels old. It doesn't feel like not holy. It just feels old. It feels old. And, Hashem say, and I felt like Hashem saying, so what are you kvetching about? Like, daven for, daven for chachut at that moment. The, the menorah is full. The kids are all around you. You're in Eretz Yisrael. It's not about being stagnant. It's about, like, in that moment, tuning into the tefillah of your heart. So I want to bless us all with a tremendous amount of his hatches of a lot of renewal, and all the good things. Not, not, not the bad things should be <laughs> over with. But the good things, the good, like Rav Cook would say, about a chadash uh, Okay, one more time. <speaking in Hebrew>
1: Da 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 da.
0: I want to say thank you very much to everyone that's here, to all the sponsors. There has been so many sponsors this month, this week, the Avrahams, the Rosenbaums, anonymously for, for the, com- the community, um, the Reinitzes, anonymously for the Rafu of Eitan Israel, Ben El Josephine. Ken, Ken Yerbu, the, the, it should always be uh, sponsorships for Beis Hashem for good news and good health. Um, but today, this morning, I want to thank Brother Dave, part of this morning's breakfast. Lichvod, my father who just made Aliyah. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah, big stuff. And for the shlemah of Aaron svi ben Feiga Chava Lea. Aaron Svi ben Feiga Chava Lea. Sheverufu shlemah beisrach. Amen. Amen. Does anyone need uh, anyone? There's pages here for whoever needs. You could pass these around. We should have a lot of se'ad with today's learning. Amen. I also want to thank our dear chaver Rabbi Eli Goldsmith here for for uh, helping make put put together this coming Monday night's event with with Nisim. It's going to be a very very special thing, and uh, it went so smooth. Shun yirschus and thank you so much for for putting that together, and we should be looking for many more holy unity collaborations. Amen. All right, so, chavirim, um, open up, please, if you have the Sefer and Daf, um, Tzadik, daf Tzadik in the Sefer. Well, up until now, what we've been learning from Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter has been that at least in in, in this beautiful parak is redefining what menucha means, what does rest mean, what does this peacefulness mean, what's menucha? So Shabbos is a different type of menucha like we describe, menucha, it's a complete menucha, the type of menucha that you desire, but the type, well, what can lead a person to feel deeply restful? Uh, peaceful. I saw this, uh, I read this piece this week about, you know, the, everything today is three tips, you do this, you'll be set. Five tips, you do this, you'll be set. Uh, this one seems to be really, really uh, chazak. How do I know? Because I'm reluctant to try. So it. So I think it probably will be chazak. But one of the things it said is that to feel more menuchadik, to feel more restful about your sleep... So obviously, you know, the no-screen stuff before we go to sleep, but that definitely is a, a big, you know, big factor. But the person said there is that write down um, three thoughts that took up most of your mind today in terms of making you worry about things. Write it down on a piece of paper next to your bed. Don't solve it. Don't, don't write how you're going to solve it. But write down the three most worrisome thoughts that you have. And the keilu is like, you, 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 it's almost to a certain level, like you took it out of you. And it doesn't reside in the subconscious, at least while you're hopefully getting your char- your batteries recharged. Now, I don't know if the follow-up piece is, now look at it first thing when you wake up in the morning and try to fix it that day. But at least, you know, everyone goes to sleep. Whenever anyone, you know, comes with a shtekot and they're like nervous, what does that person think, what does that person think? We all know, everyone everyone goes to sleep with their own pekalach. Everyone goes to sleep with their own inyanim. As much as we may notice other people's the v'chulein. Everyone, adam Yoda amaras nafsho. Everyone knows what's going on inside of them. Before you go to sleep, to do that can give you a certain level of rest. So, what are you saying? Before Shabbos comes in, write down on a piece of... As if we have time to write something down on a piece of paper before when Shabbos comes in. I mean, you do, because you turn off your phone about five hours before Shabbos, Right? No. An hour or two? An hour or two, yeah. It's a very rare, uh, very rare phenomenon. But every, everyone has their own no, Bechina. <laughs>
1: he,
0: gets, he gets his head on, he gets his head on for Shabbos. We're going to see today what else, what, what brings out the sense of going through a Shabbos where you have a margoa. Like we were taking, I think we were talking about this, you know, we haven't learned this for about two or three weeks, because last Shabbos was Erev. Shabbos chanaka week before was... I was in the States week before, like three weeks ago, about the Menucha of Margoa, right? That's what we were talking about. So, open up on page Tzadik, B'mechilta. The first paragraph over there. B'mechilta amru ala kosov. The measure says, regarding what the Pusuk says, That you should work for six days and do all of your melacha. Right. Look at the pasuk. Do everything you have to do in six days. The midrash says, "Can a person do everything they have to do in six days?" Ella We've been saying this. He's like no. Shabbos. Where's some chaperets? What was the What was the language you had when we first? Oh, um, uh, work hard. Shabbos hard. Right, so work hard in order to Shabbos hard. Meaning, I would say like this: work, uh, not even hard, work, do, uh, work. Okay, work. Shabbos hard. Why? Because when you, it, in order to Shabbos hard, it puts work in into perspective. And we're going to be doing the flip around this this today of the way we've been learning this thing. We've been learning every week for months. They have to come Shabbos, kol melech asuya. All of your melachas already done. That's how you go into Shabbos. There is no Mozart Shabbos. Remember, we have to get a special heter to come back into a non shabbosic world. That's what the Havdalah is. It's a heter to go back into a non shabbosic world. But when I go into Shabbos, the mindset is, I may never leave here. Kol melech asuya. Everything I have to do is done. Therefore, the Pasadoshan out Do everything you have to do. Why? Because when Shabbos comes, it's as if you did everything you ever had to do in the world. Because you may not ever go back. If you're going to be real with your benching, If you're going to be real with benching, you have to go into the mindset of There's no other project I need to do. Next paragraph. When it comes to Shemitah, it says on the seventh year, Tishmetenu NetaShta means you're completely neglecting your your lintush, um, means you're yeah um, yeah. But Netisha yeah, means like you're abandoning, you're abandoning. What are you abandoning? That which you thought you needed to do for the land every day for six years. That mindset of how am I taking care of this? The mind says for six years, the way that I take care and nurture this is by working it. Now the mind has to go through this crazy shift and says, the way that I'm taking care of nurturing this land is by completely abandoning the exact thing that I thought this this field was depending on. Okay? A person has a, as a, has, a soda, has a field, a planted field. And a person works it, develops it. This, this field produces fruit. He sells this fruit. A person has an abundance. And not just that. The way I took care of this land for six years, I translate it to be, that it translates into... T-ching. The way that I translate... The work on this thing brings comes down to tachlis, mamon. Uchshemegia Shana shviis she besod shabbos, and then when the seventh year shemitah comes, which is like shabbos, Omrei lo kadosh baruch hu. God says he parted me mena l'shana azo. Leave, uh, depart, leave, leave for this year. Al taavdena netoshota, abandon the field. And the paupers and poor people from your people will come and eat from it. And what they don't get to, the beasts of the field will come and get to. And just like you thought that the produce, the process for six years was that you're working. And this is what's producing, giving you fruit, selling the fruit, giving you money. That was from Hashem just as much as whatever is happening over here is from Hashem, too. Khlomar, and this is so important. This is Emuna 101. If it happens to come across your thought that for the six years, this past six years, the reason you had money is because how hard you worked on that field. Mikohi yadi, lo valo. That's that's an ashlaya. Now here we're touching upon a Yasot from the Bah Shantov. There's a Rav in in uh by Rav Weinberger, Rabbi Rubinstein. Have you heard of Rabbi Yeshua Rubinstein? He 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 has a shmuz that I heard which explains that everyone thinks like what's the balance between Bitachon and Hishadlus, right? Right. So you know the Mahach. So what's really how much should a person how much is dependent on his according to the Bar Shem? Like the, it could be interpreted the wrong way. That's why I'm hesitant to really give this over right now. Yeah, is it, is it connected sh- to how much amuna you
1: have? It's not your
0: sh-tadlis. It's not even your Ishtadlis. Meaning, it, Hashem had to envelop it in a manner in which the shkilu, like Latania says about the, you know, the Rabbani Shem is kviyachol. through his anava, he made space for you to think that it's kilo are shayach to this party, but in the panimius of things, in the panimius of panimius, because a person's always going back and forth, ishtadlus versus emunah, ishtadlus versus bitachon, is there really, like saying, okay, it really is dependent on how much is just you, 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 and then you meet bitachon, 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 and hopefully they merge and they create this beautiful, beautiful dance. It can't be. Hashem is either everything or in your mind he's nothing. Because if he just meets you if it's just meeting Hashem halfway that's not Hashem you're talking about. It's, a, it's, it's something else. It's a spiritual good feeling. They, and the Eshlelem, by the Rebun Eshlelem, it's either everything by to the way the Baal Shem Tov sees it it's either everything or nothing. So yes, the Torah says work for six days. The Torah says work for six years. But in the previous of things, is there a difference? And sure if There's no difference. Now you only, when do you realize what, what we just learned right now? You can't realize that on Sunday, Monday too. When you look at that with, with non dick eyes, it gives you a problem over here. And it, provide, it presents this deep theological and philosophical Pstira yubeya, deep stira inside. When is the time to look at what we just said? There's only one time. That you could look at it, and it actually brings a person much more menucha. Barach, <laughs> top left column. Bliy lo Barach, meuma. Well, because you planted it, therefore it worked. Who, who decided that the laws of nature should be like this? Without God, whatever you planted wouldn't have wouldn't have sprouted forth. Wouldn't have blossomed. Ha <laughs> kol. Everything is from Hashem, as and then a person becomes nechlal. that means included, consumed in a holy way in Hashem. And now you have a completely new flow of abundance. And then my brachas start flowing for real. It's dangerous even saying this on Friday. But it's, at least it's safer on Friday, because we know we're about to be in the mikveh, right? But really, what is he saying over here? A person has to realize... All this hustle and bustle, everything that was going on this week. And yeah, feel good about yourself. You went, you worked, you got money. You filled the fridge, you paid tuition, all these things. Kivyachol, it's you, Nahon. Only you, you alone. You again, only you. I had the koach to work and do that because you gave me the koach to do that, which brought me some money, which then I filled the fridge. But really it was only you in the beginning and in the end. If I'm if I'm being you know, surely Rand is such a he has so many deep songs, but one of his one of the deepest songs is that it's I mean they're they're very they could they're very, very depressing at times. Huh? Psalm again. We went to a concert once of his. We left halfway through because I was. It was like I still wanted to be besimcha. It was a very in, intense. Yeah, he was in a dark, dark place talking about uh, suicide rates of, of of single fathers. Like that was the topic of the concert. It was a very uh, dark one. In Ruch we got out of there in time. But he starts off one one of his songs. He's saying "Im gluyot." Okay, now what does that mean? "Im ledeber gluyot." What does that mean in Hebrew? We're up in Hebrew. We're about the Hebrew. What's that? We're about the reveal. If we're going to be reve- if we're just going to talk about really what's going on, right? And then he goes on a whole. He's to this song, right? Like every he's boirdus is So over here, I feel like he's pushing us. Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter is pushing us and saying, ribon im If we talk for real, this illusion messes with me. Why? Because I have to feel good about myself. And a person generally feels good about themselves when they can take pride in how they've taken care of their family. That's generally how a person in today's day and age feels good about themselves. Mm-hmm. Taking pride in being dignified about how I take care of my family. Rebana <clears throat> Shvayim, do you want me to throw that away too?
1: It almost feels like the bread of shame. Sorry? It almost feels like the bread of shame. How? If you're, not, if you're, if you're doing something but then it's really an illusion, you're not doing anything, you're like, oh, what am I
0: so that's why I'm saying we have to throw a, a strong tefillah onto this, because Hashem is Barak, of course you want me to feel simcha by the way that I take care of my family, but, but I know you'd rather me have simcha about the way you take care of my family. So please merge those two worlds, may it be one, may there be no problem with that statement. It's a very humbling statement, but it's a very, it's a very powerful one, it's a very deep one. When do I get to a place that when I think about that statement, it brings me calm... Only on Shabbos. During the week, I'm so immersed in the pasuk "Sheishes Yamim Tavod." I'm just so immersed in uh, in "Vasisa because that's what the Torah said too. But I have to meet that place of Rav Emuna about everything, everything, every shekel, every dollar, every, every 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 that cream cheese is because it was determined on Rosh Hashanah that that would be able to be here right now, right? Everything. This far, I, I, was I sure no I shared with the the woman, the woman here yesterday. This week was a very intense chuppah. Did I tell the chaver here? No, I did. I don't think so. I told you a very very I I had to do this a crazy chuppah. What, what was the crazy chuppah? Is that it was a chassan and kala, that they're getting married, but the father's the the chassan's father died about three months ago, and. You all know that it's still okay to get married. In fact, there's even a, you have to get married if you're if you're engaged, even if you're in your your, your year of availus. Shia about other family members is a little bit different, but even whatever. Now the chassam and I don't even know how this couple. Emma says I don't know how this couple got to me. I I don't I I really I'm trying to figure out because at the wedding I I didn't even know anybody there, but what they wanted was that. No, there's no dancing at the wedding. It wasn't, it wasn't a har uh, kadot Because it was too hard for the mother who was grieving over the, the loss of her husband and the other siblings. It just would have been, would have been wrong. Even though it's mutar. Okay? Even though it's mutar, they felt it would have been wrong. It would have been off. So they came here a few months ago and they, right after they got engaged and they said, okay, we can't push off this wedding, but we also can't do the wedding the way we planned it. So would you, are you able to do uh, long chuppas, so I'm thinking, <laughs> long chuppas. Are you kidding me? <laughs> my I told them, like my chuppah was the shortest chuppah I'd ever been to from any of my chavra, but for my parents' friends, it was the longest chuppah they were ever at. Right? I said, long chuppah, and I told them the first chuppah I, I ever did, I was so nervous. Oh my god, I was on such. The first chuppah I did in Israel, I was on the moshav. I was on such spielkas. It was Tan Ela Golom and Chanita Sand, like two epic families from the Moshav. I have Michal Golom standing next to me the whole time, Alav Shalom and Abram Sand. So Reb Shlomo's Moshev is like this was thirteen, fourteen years ago. It's like, and after the Chuppah, I was. It was like it was three and a half hours. It was mamash three, three, three and a half hours, right? For me, it was like thirty seconds, mamash. Um, but so this, when this couple said, can you do long chuppahs, I said, listen, I could do long chuppahs, but like, what what do you mean? He's like, no, can you do a chuppah that basically, that's going to be the whole wedding? I said, what do you mean? He's like, well, there's not going to be dancing or anything like that, but can you put, you know, every everything, make the Torahs and every piece of the chuppah filled with nigunim and Torahs? I said, are you kidding me? This is like, this is how every, I mean, these are how every chuppah, every, every, every wedding should be. So I had a little band with me. I had my friend Nimrod and Hanan Elias, and we were there, and it was... Well, I'm, I'm bringing this up because when he says over here, Zula's Ezra Sashemis Loya Mauma is that there, there was no illusions under that Chopah that the only way this was, this was able to still go on and, and happen is only because there's this higher force here, despite... The Ishtadlus of everyone to make it the highest wedding. This was got. This was me'alateva. I'll tell you how much it was me'alateva. How much it was two different worlds in one. But from the Kala side, betzedek, they're flying. Everyone's besencha, but a beautiful family, tenth generation Eretz Israel, not Svardechavrin, like Ashkenazi, which means they're probably either from Aliyah Sagra, right? Or, what else could it be there? If it's Ashkenazi, 10th generation? They're down. But they're, they've been here for a while. 200 huh? Roughly 200 years. The Hassan's family, uh, he's, he's going to be first generation. He's a Chuva from, from New Jersey. So, the second they broke the glass, the Kala's side is flying. Semcha. And the mother comes down from the Chuppah, runs into her two daughters, the sisters of the chassan's arms, and the three of them are bawling hysterically, right by the chuppah on the first row, uncontrollably. Now if you walked in there, you would think, and, and you, you would think that there's some kind of a, a very serious bipolar matzah over here going on, right? If you just walked into, the, into that wedding hall, you see this happening and this happening right over here. The ability for those two worlds to merge together at that moment and be real, had, not, had very little to do with everyone's hishtadlus and making... Now that's true about everything. It's true about every single thing in the world. But the hisboneness, the way that, that I really believe in that statement, and not just know that it's the right and from thing to say, but when it becomes something that's alive and kicking in me, is only on Shabbos that produces a level of menucha sanefesh more than anything else it doesn't produce a cop out schnorrer move which means it doesn't bring about this ninyan of oh so now i if i really believe in this now i just really don't have to work as hard faket on the on the contrary you'll probably work even harder and like the Rebbe showed us last week in the Shabbos Hanukkah vort we did the sicha we did, it's dafka the avoda on Shabbos is, is filled with malachadikah holiness right like we saw last week, but our souls are waiting and they're they're anticipating this moment of what every single time on Shabbos Mincha we say menucha shata this type of menucha that you want is this recognition this realization. This is the hard one. i to read this. This is the next paragraph. Ule says, He's saying, On the one hand, yeah, I have to realize everything that happened here and all the work, it's only because Hashem allowed it to be. But then he says, "Ule Shemis <laughs> farnaso, Gam Im Lo Asam Even if a person didn't do a thing, "Ki <laughs> What do you say about that statement? So what? what, so what is a? would someone that has a problem with this? What would he quote? Who would he quote to counter this? The Rambam. What? What piece of the Rama would he quote? Ain. Right? That you don't rely on miracles. That's what he's saying. So he's saying, You don't have to rely on miracles, but you have to be with the mindset that whether I work or not right now, Hashem has already decided how it's going to be. Hashem has given me an opportunity to be partners with the master plan. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Kol halan shivayamim chalom nikra ra. The Gemara bracha says, if you add seven nights of sleeping and you didn't have a dream, what's it called? Ra. ra. Who's Ra? The Matthias is Ra. You're Ra. Let's say for a second. There's a lot of different ways of explaining this, this Gemara. Look what he says here. yamim, Velo she'olam over seven days passed, and you didn't realize that this whole world is like a passing dream, that's called Ra. If seven days passed in your life, and you didn't see what you come to, the clear realization, Rosh Yom Kippur, Anu Yameinu Over, right? Or, um, by Adam Yesodo, you say, right, we're like, Our we are like Our days are like a, a, a wind, uh, Dust that just you know blasts flows up, yauf, and like a dream that just passes by. So the Gemara says, seven days passed, and you didn't. we have a dream, meaning you weren't realizing. You didn't have a moment of realizing this is all just a passing dream. Wow, your metzius is a metzius, because you're so stuck in thinking that this is this is forever. This is eternity. So Rav Yaakov says, in the name of the Gemara, and the name of the of the of the, of the Lama davka Shiva Yamim. The Gomara should have said Kial Shim. Right? But why does it say Shiva Yamim? Kialshisha Yamim y tohhen shayya tarud beparnasasa. For six days, it could be you really didn't have the time to observe the notion, the fact that this is all just a fle- of uh, a fleeting dream. Aval <laughs> Shiva Yamim Halobintayim Gamaya Shabbos. Yom menu chavis bayinilus. There's no Mitsuas that seven days passed without a Shabbos. So it must be that during one of those days, of the seven days, Shabbos was there, that's a day of introspection. That's a day of realizing everything that we learned until now. (laughs) Therefore, in the seven days, there was one day that was given to be Mizbonen, to look deeper at the context, at the real essence of what this world is all about. So what is this world really all about? what he said before, what he said before about this level of recognition of Hashem is running the whole world. And out of his sneers, out of his anava, he makes me feel like I'm partners with it. But really, if he wants me to have something, I'll have it. If he doesn't want me to have something, I won't have it. When do I get to that? He's boninous? Not when I'm busy with the shisha Yamim. Therefore it says, kol halan shivayamim belochalom nikrera. That if you, seven days pass and you don't come to the realization this is all an illusion, well, your mitzvah is, is really shvach. So therefore, it begs the question, this everyone should answer differently for yourselves, what do you feel in your Shabbos is, is lacking that doesn't, hasn't yet brought you to this place of menucha, which produces this type of introspection, this type of izboneness? You, you don't have to answer now, but it's a shayla that needs to be you know, really put there, really like in, in the front of things. I was in the Makolet, few Shabbat, uh, uh, so last week? When was it when was Shabbos, Hanukkah? Last, week. last Shabbos. I was in the makolit Shabbos, Hanukkah, and um, I pretended I didn't hear a conversation of two people that were right behind me that didn't see me. I pretended to myself I didn't hear it because it was too painful. Because they were, they were saying how the record for last time that there was Shabbos, Hanukkah, Davining, which means, Halal, three Sifrei Torah, was an hour and 15 minutes. Right, so besides So, so again, every person, uh, every person has to figure out what where they fall under this void of the gra. Listen, if, if if that type of davening then gives you another hour and a half to do his beritus at home. <laughs> and be in on this and one of it, you know, who might is like, who might is like, come on, right? And and a real bristliver would say, of course, that's what they're doing with the extra time right now. What do you think? Why else would that be happening right now, right? <laughs> one day we'll be real braslavers, but until that happens, right? I I, I wish my my my. I didn't have it in me. I didn't have it in me because I, I didn't want it to come Khalila from uh, Yohara. From, uh, I was about to turn to them. But the problem is one of them is a gaba of another show. I was about to turn to them and say, I really, really want you to come join us tomorrow. <laughs> right? A real chas, a real MSDQ chas would have, would have done. What's that? it be done in time. <laughs> <laughs> like, perfect. You finish and we just right. <laughs> Ruben, you want to say something?
1: Well, first of all, I heard
0: that Lubavitch, I'm not saying that they're pushing that idea, but the explanation for fast davening was that the Yetzir cannot jump on the fast-going train. So that may be, could be, right? That's why in uh, in, in Ger also, in, in, if you ever see the you know, Ger-Hasidim, which is a mamlacha, fast. It's not necessarily, it's not necessarily that it ends earlier. <laughs> so there's other stuff going on, but the actual davening, very, 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 very fast. Yeah, like that. And as a musician, I have to say that I've heard, for example, a variation of cocoa, right, on violin, uh, cello. Right, so there are different ways to play. Somebody's playing fast, and you hear... Right? And then I heard a guy doing it on a flugelhorn, and I could hear every single note. Uh, it very was deep. fast as heck. Very deep. So I'm, I'm just... Uh, I'm not, by the way...
1: Uh, defending
0: anybody here, I you're allowed to, by the way. <laughs> I, I was trying to before. <laughs> any, any, any event. What I thank you for sharing that. You know, listen. I just uh, it reminds me of something that happened here a few weeks ago. David Singer, yes, thing, I heard him. He's not feeling too good, but uh, he um, he came to me after shul a few Fridays ago. Already, like probably two months ago, and he said, uh, he said, I I I could hear you're having a hard time with. Uh, I could hear you're not you're not breathing enough. I'm like, why? He's like, you were you were. I could hear in your words you weren't there wasn't there wasn't breath between the words in your davening. Right. It was so beautiful. Not not as a chasen, just because he sits right next to me. So, and I tu- and I and I turned to him and I I uh, I said to him, How- I thought there's no I thought Nevo was uh, <laughs> was removed after chagai's chayon malachi right. And now every time that he's next to me, so like, I, I really have this, this awareness of like, am I breathing between my words? And, and, and we get so caught up, but am I breathing in between the words? And that brings a shtickle Shabbos into the, into the davening of the week because the, the breathing, the breath that I get on Shabbos is basically breathing in order to remember why I'm even breathing in the first place. This boninus, this Menuchas Margoa, Rav Shechter is saying, is that if you go through Shabbos, and that wasn't part of your Shabbos, kol halan shiva yamin belo chalom, nikra ra. Your metsius is one, that's just, day in, day out, the same Balagan, the same horrible, dark place. Anyway, we should be blessed. We're going to stop here, continue next week from here. We should be blessed. Be'ezah Hashem, to have enough guts to ask that shaila. Do I have any Hizboi Nenus of my Shabbos? Is there, are there, is there anything happening during my Shabbos <clears throat> that leads me to this introspection of, yeah, mamash, like everything I worked this week, thank you for the koach to mefarnis my family, and then you wink, right? And then you whisper and say, like, but we both know it's only because you wanted it to be. To really say that. That is, you know what that sounds like? That That whole interaction sounds like, That's what it is, and that's the Menucha shlema Shata Rotzeba. We should be Zeichefet. Please, God, be Israel Hashem. And thank you again, Mazel Tov. i coming home. shlema Only good news for me, Amen and take faith home your wife and children.